good afternoon. I want to talk a little bit about tomorrow. You, you might already have some specific homework that you need to do. If you need an anchor to help you focus tomorrow, spend it noticing. Noticing, noticing, noticing. What the friggin' hell is going on inside between your ears? Notice. Where's your attention? What's going on? What's motivating you? Notice your thoughts. Notice the patterns. Just notice 24-7 if you can. Watch, watch, watch. If you're chatting and yapping to people, you ain't noticing. It's a deal. It's just not going to happen. Notice what's going on in your head. But for people who have homework, do the homework. How do you notice the difference between what's going on in your head and what you're feeling in your heart? Like, like some of the chatters chatter, but then there's also deep emo emotions. Is that... Deep emotions. Yeah, like, you know, pain, you know, or sorrow, or grief. I mean, that's not, is that connected to the chatter in your head? Yeah. Okay. It so is, go yeah. in there. So your emotional body and your chat, chatter are somehow tied up. The default mode network, your self-referencing, your personal eye, the ego, false identity, whatever we want to call all that, that co-ops the emotional body in some people. People who call themselves, I'm a very emotional person. All that's happening is that the default mode network has used the emotions to enrich the sense of the personal eye. So there's an extra pulling back there. The work is to develop emotional intelligence so that we can... So if you're feeling pain, it's not real? Yes, but I don't want to deny it either. It's not real. None of it is real. Right. Right. But to decouple the two is important. Emotion. Here's the goal. The goal. Best word I can find. Emotions pass through. They have very little story. Sometimes no story at all. They're short-lived. They don't command much attention. They're just passing through like a burp. You know, just passing through like a phenomenon, <clears throat> like a scratch. It's just something that happens and it moves on. When the self-referencing has used your emotional body, emotional capacity, to beef it up of its experience, to put bells and whistles on the sense of the personal eye, I feel this pain and it's about grief or it's about sadness. Or it's about loneliness. Or it's like, it's like, actually, no. It's just the sense of I grabbing onto your emotions just to beef up your story. That's all that is. That's all that is. <clears throat> so just notice that and just let it move out? Yeah. Split the two if you can. Say, all right, what's the story underneath this? Don't get caught in the emotions. Breathe out the emotions. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're going to deal with these separately. It's like, okay, whew, I'm going to let that pass. Because most emotions make you go... You know, it's like, breathe them out, breathe them out, breathe them out. After two or three breaths, two or three breaths, it dissipates. It's like, all right, what's the belief underneath this? So we're dealing with the emotions, get it out of the way. Okay, now, now let's go to the root cause. 
what's the belief underneath this? What was running? What was the thought I didn't catch? Because what my, caught my attention was the emotion. Right. So it had already gone from concept to me, myself, right, to my emotion, and now, I'm in my, now I notice my emotions. That makes me identify with being an emotional person. It's like, your default mode network has legs running into, tap roots, running into your emotional body. Okay. We release the emotion, <clears throat> get rid of the emotion. Now, factually, what's the belief underneath this? What was the concept that gave rise to this? That's where the work is. So when you get caught in that healing world of like, let's feel the emotion, breathe the emotion, that's fine if you're not doing this deep spiritual work. That's fine. We give space to the emotion, be present to the emotion. We can do all that. That's fine. That ain't going to dissolve your ego. It's going to heal a wound. That's fine. But it's not going to dissolve your false identity. Sometimes you've got to heal a wound. Sometimes you just got to heal a wound. You say, no, I've got to go into the story actually. This needs to be revisited, refelt. This needs witnessing in some way. That's a tool that comes with wisdom. Trial and error is the only way. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Yeah, pleasure. Much better. Great. But some grief is natural, like the death of a parent or. It's all natural. It's all natural. It's all natural, yeah. Cultivating the wisdom through trial and error to know when the false personal I is being puffed up with emotions. You've got to do that work yourself. That's about you exploring your own wiring. Yeah. So yes, some people don't feel grief. Most people do feel grief. It doesn't mean anything. It passes through, it comes in waves, you know, that's it. But if it's like, poor me and all that, it's like, oh dear, now we've got a mess. You know, oh no, I miss them, I miss them, I miss them, I miss them, and I'm like, uh, how long are we going to keep that story going for? You know, and then you know, no, it's just embellishing, it's just attention seeking, really. You know there's all these other ways that the personal eye is kind of sneakily fattening itself. And the healing industry doesn't really help because there's so much emphasis on being with your emotion. Face it, be present to it, see it. It's like, yes, within a limited bandwidth, that's very appropriate. Is this making sense? Yes. Yeah. There's, a, there's, a, there's wisdom that you've, you've, you've just got to cultivate that wisdom for yourself to know the difference. Any other questions from the floor? Yes, sure. Or do you want to come up? Oh, yeah, but you were going to talk about tomorrow, so why don't you go ahead? I, I, was, I guess you were asking about the questions. Thank you. About, yeah, I don't have a question about tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I just completely forgot. Said wait. Um, Susan, I want you to find your power. I want you to be proactive from, like, now. Totally proactive. It's like, okay, it's dinner time. Let's see if my body goes to dinner or not. Will I go to dinner or not? Like exercise personal choice. We need that to get big before it matures and falls off. And so let's really exaggerate it. What am I going to do now? What am I going to do now? And so tomorrow is all about you, the powerful Susan, having her space to do anything she wants to do. If she wants to desecrate a statue, we get over it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like really, I prefer you to just go for it. We, we get over it. We, we get over it. It's more important that you feel the expansiveness of your own potency. Let there be no rules. And it will bring a faster maturation of, of that, the proactivity to balance out the reactivity. Just let there be no rules. Do whatever it is you need to do, and we'll be fine. But in your head, you need to give yourself no rules. You see? Feel like a goddess. Powerful, powerful woman, forced to be reckoned with. That needs to kind of click in. And if you have that experience, it'll be done. You don't need to have that experience for ages. It just needs to kind of register and be in there and be known and tasted. And then we can move on. See? All right. Uh, yes, Jack. So uh, we were talking earlier about describing um, the experiences that I had getting into the present. Yeah. And then sort of remembering. And then you were saying, well, you thought there was some personal eye in there. We sort of dropped the septic. But I dropped what? We dropped the septic. Okay. We didn't pursue it. But I am now um, really recognizing the need to clear more time for meditation and so forth. So I thought I'd just sort of reality check. I mean, I do go to the satsang, and that's one of the things that comes up there. Um, I don't know that it requires any, any more explanation. I just want to kind of clarify for myself that, that I'm, my instincts are correct. I mean, I recognize that, that, I'm, that I have I've gotten out of practice when it comes to meditation. Clearly, there's something involving practice. I've even seen role of yoga, which I haven't done in years, and I'm sort of thinking of taking that up again. And I don't want to kind of have this, you know, I mean, I've always trusted my instincts about it, but I, I, don't, I don't know quite what you meant by that. Personal eye, but I was creeping in and I was talking about it. And I know it's, 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 it's an idea. Yeah, I've lost the thread now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but now that you're speaking, can I just please do it. on a little bit? I thought I'd jump in and let you. Yeah, that. You, you've done huge work since last year. So give yourself a tap on the back. Thank you. you you've really moved. I mean, last year was like everything gets a lid on because that's not allowed. That's not spiritual, that's not okay. And then something cracked, and you've done a lot of work. Thank you. Yeah, you've done a lot of work. So, yeah. Maybe you don't need to say anything else. I just want to do. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's like that needed to be acknowledged. I think. Okay. Well, you know. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. And if this path, you know, has you as a bubbling heap on the floor, great, great. If yoga and meditation makes sense to you in a new way now, mm -hmm. yeah, that, that, would, that would be right. Yeah. That would resonate. It feels good. Yeah. Um, as long as it's never used to suppress anything or dismiss right. anything. Right. It's about being fully human too. Yeah. We, we, there's no denying of anything. Right. On this path, you know? Not this one. Not if you're going beyond non-duality. Like, and I'm kind of pushing the boundary on that uh -huh. in recent years. It's like, push, push, come on. Okay. You know, and there can't be any suppressing of anything. All the shit has to come up. All the quirkiness, all the, there's just no hiding place. Yeah. 
You see? Lots of stuff comes up, but I'm, I'm comfortable with it. You know, it, it comes up. And, you know, that's kind of what I'm saying, too. It's just, just it's sort of clarity that yeah. I'm for. Yeah. And also, also clarification in my own sense of my own choices, that places that I'm going, uh, in my life, in the line of it, we're, we're supporting each other and we're kind of on the right path. Yeah. A certain amount of ebb and flow of that. Yeah. Etc. Yeah. But it's okay. You know. Yeah. Well, that's natural. You yeah. know, relationships are there to yeah. press your buttons so that you see your hidden spots, you know? Yeah. Like, that's their best gift to you, you know? Um, Jack, do you have shoulds? Not so much. Not anymore. I mean, I certainly have them. I think not so much as a yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like the word doesn't exist. Um, do you have shoulds? Like, can you easily finish this sentence? I should? Oh, yes. All right, there we go. I'd like you to make a list of those tomorrow. Long list. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I'm going. <laughs> it's a long list. Alright. When the list is done, only when the list is done, who would I be if all of these were to go? If all these rules and guidelines and ideas were to go, who, who, what would I be like? What would it look like? So it's in two parts. First is a list, and when it's exhausted, then, then you look at the whole thing as one package. Wow. What, what would I be like without this? What, what? Because you're getting something from the shoulds, mm. and I want to kind of say, okay, if if the shoulds are set aside, what? Yeah. Is there freedom, or is it hell? Is it you lose control? We don't know yet. But let's honestly see. What would it be like if all those shoulds were gone? I would have to say that I was not, I was not naturally disciplined, but I had to learn to be disciplined. And when I did learn it, I learned it. To go away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's see what you do with that exercise. Okay. okay. Anything else? It's a quickie from the floor. Okay. Does is there anybody who just doesn't know what to do with tomorrow? Huh? Barbara and Annie. Yeah. <coughs> As you like. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so. Oh, it would be much more right if this was on, wouldn't it? <laughs> here last year, of course, <laughs> for a brief visit, and then you went someplace else, and then you came back again. That's right. And you came and spoke with me twice. I don't remember anything that you said. Oh, my. It just kind of, I, I don't know what was going on, but I just, I didn't get it. The, the conversations in, in your room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I think... What, what they were about, though, I think, is what you mentioned in November, what, in uh, Carlsbad, about fear. Right. And 
I, I would assume that's what we were talking about in the room last year. We might have to ask Tom. We spoke about death as well. Yeah, we did talk about that. Fear of death, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you did. I, I do remember death coming up, but... Yeah, I, but, but you're right. The, it the was deeper the fear, fear yeah, at where I think emotion. back on it. Yeah. So I didn't get it in November, and then all of a sudden, like about a month ago, or so, maybe six weeks, all of a sudden I thought, I got it. I know. There's, it's, it's a thought. Yes. It's, it's just the mind. Yes. And it has truly ruled my life. Yeah, ruled it. And, um, but I, it's a thought. It's nothing. And there have been a couple incidences where I suddenly will get very afraid, and, but I catch it and stop. And my, my first reaction is to run, is just get out of the way. I, I don't want to be there. I don't deal with anger very well, and fear is worse. But I, now that I recognize it, I've been, okay, I'm just going to sit here right through it. Yes. And it's worked. Yes. It's really worked. Um, so I, I guess what I'm just wanting to do is just check in with you and see if that's, I'm on the right track. It, it feels right. It feels like a lot will disappear if I can just get through the fear. Yes. A lot. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a power in not being afraid. Yes. It's a lot of power. And I feel like it there's there's so many things that I've allowed fear to interfere with in my life that I just don't want it to anymore. You know, it's time to move beyond that and you know, just be powerful because it's, I, I think that's what will happen, what is happening. When you speak of power, are you talking about phenomenal power for Barbara? Are you talking about pure consciousness, feeling the potency of that because it's not being dumbed down by fear? Both? Probably both. Mm. Both. Yeah. I feel like I can move. Yes. Towards consciousness. Yes. I, not that I, I know I'm not, I am yeah. <laughs> consciousness. Yes. And I know not, I, I know nothing is real. I, I had to, tons of experiences, you know, where energy stuff moving through cars, moving through my car. Yeah. Things yeah. like that, which I guess is just phenomenon. I don't know. Yeah. But it's, so I know it's not real. Yeah. We're not real. Yeah. But still, this fear has taken such a hold of me for so many years. That yes. I don't ever remember when it didn't. Yes. It gave you, consciousness, the chance to experience a phenomenal life, to believe the story for a while. It gave you that. Yeah. If it wasn't there, I'd put money on it. 
that this would never really have solidified and be taken as real. It's like that for some people. They, their ego never, it's never completely believed, you know, the false identity, the reality feel of this is never authentic enough. Without the fear, I put money on it that you'd be one of those people. Okay, I'm just not really sure what you're saying. Mm. You say it again. Yeah. I'm saying something and I'm inviting you to see behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> There's a teacher called Unmani. She never believed the movie. It, it just was always clear. That childhood knowing just didn't, in spite of all the usual crap that happens to all of us, you know, most of us have traumatic, that's what brings us to to say no more to suffering, there must be something more. So it's not like she escaped in her childhood, she didn't. But somehow, the truth didn't get covered over Mm. by the pain. If you hadn't learned fear, I think you'd be kind of like her, that it would never be completely believed. Mm. It's the thing that added the density It was the thing that increased the hypnosis so that the world became believable. So that you could forget who you really were for a while. All right. So long. Yes. Indeed, so long. And just a blink of an eye, really. Really. You know, and I've heard that so many times. Read it, heard it. You know, it's a feeling. It's a thought yeah and it's not real and yet i would still find myself reacting to the fear yes yes i sort of have to remind myself now yeah start to feel afraid i have to tell myself this isn't real this isn't real this is a thought you know you're not going to react in the same way that you reacted to forever yeah it's going to be different yeah and it has been yay yeah. There's a distance from it. You're seeing it now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Well done, Barbara. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Feels but great. It feels great, but it's the thing that that made so much possible also. Okay. And I, I'm sorry, I feel like a parrot, but I'm going to try it again. I'd love you to taste the underpinning truth that was there all the time in an energetic way. I'd love you to see the, the, um, the lifeline that was Barbara, is Barbara, and, and how it became believable because of the gift of fear. And can you trace what was underneath the fear all the time? Can you see the continuum? I want you to be able to find what has been eclipsed by fear. I want to pull back fear so that you can taste the continuum that was there all the time. That makes sense? Mm -hmm. Okay. Great. And I'm I'm inviting you to do that. It might take all day tomorrow, let's see. Or it might happen in the middle of the night. Who knows? It might take a week. 
there's a pull in me to join together the Barbara now and the Barbara before fear became the believed story. I want to link them up, not by cutting out and denying a phenomenal experience, but to see what was continually underneath all the time, just hidden for a long time. Need you to, we need to join those pieces together so that something becomes more whole again. Okay. Just being aware of it. Being aware. So imagine what, what. See if you can taste the, the energy, the, the state of what it was like before fear got its grip. You might be talking about in the womb. Yeah, I, I probably am. Yeah. So see if you can taste the fearless state before fear was known. Okay. By Barbara. Right. I, in this lifetime, I don't remember a time. Yeah. Yeah. There, there wasn't fear. There wasn't fear. Yeah. 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 You've paid your dues there, girl. Yeah. 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 Okay. So if we can taste the one who was fearless, who did not know fear, and now the one who absolutely knows fear and sees through it. Mm-hmm. If, if there can be a merging of who you were before you knew fear and who you are now, a completion can happen because the power will be taken from the experience of fear. Okay. Does that make sense? So it's not just the fear that's that's presenting itself at this time that I'm dealing with, it's going back before it was. It's before it was. Before it was and now, because here's what your energy field says to me. There's Barbara, the idea of Barbara, the in in utero Barbara, and there's now the woman who sees that, oh my God, fear is just a thought. Wow, there's distance from it. Okay, it's lost its, it's lost its, potency, you're not fueling it in the same way anymore, it's, it's on right. the way out. Alright. There's this chunk of time that needs to be reclaimed. Okay. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Right now, it's as though fear owns it. Owns that chunk. Owns that chunk. Yeah. It's like, that was me having my heyday. And it's like, yes, that's true, but we need you to, ah, there's the sound of the truth underneath the heyday song of fear. There's the sound of truth underneath it all the time. It was there all the time. I want you to find it because there's a disjoint going on. Fear still has too much power. It's as if it took a chunk of years. It actually didn't. It, actually, it just distracted you for a bit. But the truth was underneath it all the time and energetically it's not connected for you that the truth was underneath it all the time. I believe what you're saying though. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it feels like... Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 
And it's just, it's, it's the play and the, the Maya, the, the cosmic joke, but it's not so funny when it's, a, when it's a, an energy that has no light. You know, mm-hmm. when it's something like fear that's all about contracting and, and, right. and insular and isolated and it's so against reality. You know, it's just the polar opposite. It has to be there. So what I'm doing is I'm stripping its power from it. Right? Mm-hmm. Whatever we focus on expands. Okay. You see? Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of attention given to fear. Yes. Yeah. A lot of it. And as a result, fear has more potency for humanity because of all of us who feed into the global fears, the local fears, fear itself. Fear itself is one energy. But the more attention we give to it, the stronger it becomes. Okay? You're right. Mm-hmm. Now, suppressing it is, is just, you know, putting it in the back room. It's sitting there waiting, threatening, actually. Hey, I'm going to come out anytime. So that doesn't really work. No. Do you know? No, but I don't think that's what I can do. No, but some people do that. Okay. Some people do that. So that's just a postponing it. Like, oh, if I just feel away, maybe. And it's like, that's okay. You try that for a bit. And of course, it'll bite you in the ass. Of course. So then if when it comes down to waking up, it's like, shoot, this fear is, has me. Okay. When it comes to the point of it doesn't have direct command, like an obsession, like something that defies logic and reason. It's like that feeling is up and you're, thump, it has you. And you can't talk your way out of it because it's, it's cranked up your emotions. It's cranked up your chemicals. It's cranked up your muscles because you're contracting. It's redirecting, influencing what you're going to do. That's a lot of power yeah. that it's been given. A lot of power. Yeah. That has an impact on fear for humanity because that's what creates fear. We're all plugging into it, boosting it, boosting it through believing that it exists. We're confirming it for each other. Okay? Yes. Part of your destiny is to unlock the falsehood that fear is potent. It is potent, but it's, it is potent subjectively when it's being believed, but really it's not potent. Really, really, it's not at all. Underneath it is the truth all the time saying, ah, fine, do your dance, fine, fine. Like, really? Really? That's the best you got? Contract the body and that's the best you got? Really? <laughs> So the more you can get, the more you can get that substratum activated in you, somehow it's going to do more than, than how it'll help Barbara. Somehow it's going to open the potential for other people. Somehow it's going to weaken fear, Barbara. Somehow it's going to weaken fear, just in some little turn of dial. It's like you're 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 
you're making a new shape in the matrix, right? Joining together, putting together the knowing substratum that there is only truth and that fear actually is, is, a, is a piece of nothing because it's a thought, because you can see what it is. You see, somebody who's experienced fear just sporadically or just for six weeks when they lost their job, or that, that, that's, that's not that kind of fear. Mm-hmm. No, this is, a, this is a whole different ballgame of fear. You're getting me chills. You're getting chills. Great. Okay, okay, super. I don't even know if my words are making sense, but I know I, I'm like, I just keep talking. I'm like, I'll find it somewhere. I'll find it somewhere. It's like, it's like I know what I'm trying to say, but I, I'm not sure the vocabulary is matching at all. Must be hearing some of it because my body is reacting. Yeah, you're hearing yeah. something. You're hearing something. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It will help more than you because it's an energetic shift that will strengthen the connection between that which was pre-phenomenal fear and that which is post-phenomenal fear. In joining the two together, here's the image. It's like four of us are holding four corners of a sheet, but the sheet is on the ground. And the sheet is fear. And we're like, okay, underneath it, there's ground. No, 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 no. I'm looking at this sheet for years. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but all I can see is the sheet. It's like, no, it's just covering the ground. Mm -hmm. Right? And it's like the four of us are like, let's pull the sheet. And all of a sudden, the sheet is up. And it's Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's just this little thin piece of cotton. The ground is just covering the whole globe, actually. Oh, it's like it, it sends it into a proportion. That's what you're going to do. Ah, the proportion is off. Um, and when somebody is victim to fear, when, when it has you, when logic and reason and the tricks to calm it down don't work, when you don't have that, get a distance from fear, when you don't have it, it's those people that can be helped by this. Okay. Because it's disproportionate. Its power is disproportionate because it's doing its trick. It's gluing up against, up against um, its own capacity to exist. So it's, it's manifesting through, it's like, well, I can exist because I can trigger chemicals and I contract the body and I'll turn into story and I will change behavior. Hey, woof, I'm really in control here. I'm really in control. So if I'm personifying the energy of fear, that's its story. Yeah. Okay? And you're like, Jesus, it's just a thought. It's actually mm-hmm. just a thought, which is what it is. It's just yeah. a thought believed into existence. Mm-hmm. So you're adding the proportion back, the true proportion. It's just a thought. It is only a thought. Yeah. So it... It's almost like you're a warrior walking back through your life saying, it was a thought there. 
It was a thought there. It was a thought there. It was a thought there. It was never any more. It was always a thought. And it's like you're the only warrior who can walk back through your life. Time can shrink for you in doing this because we're linking the neutral with now. You can walk back through the timeline. It was never more than a thought. And the speaking of that truth puts fear back in, a, in the proportion where it belongs. Okay. Okay. You were speaking a little earlier about fear. Somebody had brought up the idea of a feeling, how it relates to a thought. Mm. I think that's what it was. Mm. But lots of times the fear is there often before the feeling. It's yes. like it, they are yes. just one. Yes. It's so connected. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It has activated everything before you see it. Yeah. That's the trouble. And and through spiritual work, we get to see things faster. It's like, it's all about noticing. It's all about noticing. It's all about noticing. Where's your attention? And the more you pull back, the more you see, oh my God, there's the thought of fear arising. Whereas when it's just a habit, you're feeling it before you, you didn't see it coming at all. You're no. just feeling it. You don't. You just don't. You didn't see that it was a thought arising. It was bought before you, before your awareness was clued into what was happening. It, this whole last month, six weeks, however long it's been, it feels like such a gift to be able to stop, look at it, you know, say this isn't working. Yes. This isn't how I want to react to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Such a gift. Yes, you're pulling away its power supply. Right. Yeah. And claiming it for yourself. Mm. And of course you feel more potency. Of course. Because the energy that was wasted and directed towards what fear wanted is like, fup. Okay. Yeah. It's yours. So yes, you're going to feel like superwoman. Sure. Yes. <laughs> Enjoy. I like that. Yes. Yeah. You're very welcome. Okay. Uh, it's connected with this, Tom, is it? All right. So Tom, Sid, Connie, Renata. Sure. Oh. We get you. Hi. At the risk of making this, <coughs> excuse me, uh, like marriage counseling. There's so many fingers on this hand here. Right. That when you said that it would affect others, the first one is going to affect us. Yes, for sure. Totally. And you and I talked about a year ago about this very thing, and I could go back to, you know, childhood, blah, blah, mother, I'm responsible for all of that, blah, blah, blah. Yes. Which you pick up as a child. We were talking the other night. I says, well, there's still some things that really arise in me that is just person it's individuality yes. that's the thing that comes up it's that just reflex and it's the sense of feeling responsible uh and feeling infuriated feeling hopeless all of those things that arise um and when you said it could this could affect everyone it was like oh my god you know but i've, I've had the thought it's just i can't take this anymore yeah living, it's like yeah i'm leaving I yeah. mean, it's come, and, and I hate yeah. to say that like that, but it's like, I don't know if I can take this anymore. Sure. 
you know. Yeah, and it's very hard to live with that energy. For perpetually. Yeah, you know? of course. It's one thing, okay, God, car nearly hit us. Okay, you're scared, you know, yeah. or something of that sort. Yeah. <sighs> just being able to speak about it is like... Wow. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a... Wow. Take the lid off it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I guess, as far as my response, what would you suggest to all of that? Because it's... Celebrate it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Yeah, I, I've known that this was part of what was kind of... You know, it, it serves each other. We help each other and we hold each other back. Yeah. And, and that, there's a rightness in that too. Yeah. You know? You know, you know that whole thing about you marry your parent. Yeah. And I used to think... Because I, I do remember a strong Barbara. Yes. And then, and then there is that underlying... Like, you never know what's going to... Yes. You know, it's gonna, you're gonna Something's going to come after her. Right. I've had a lot of energy today, just and I couldn't put a finger on it. And I said, okay, I'm not going to put a finger on it. Just let it go, yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, sit in silence with it. Okay, and it goes, it comes, it goes. You talked about something with Derek, which is really what I thought I was going to ask you about, was how thinking mind, and, excuse me, working mind, thinking mind, uh-huh. Boy, the thinking mind really bleeds in. Yeah, it's yeah. very, very cool. Yes. And when I saw you last, you kind of actually told her to be responsible for me. So says, keep him broad, you know. So I did all those things. Yeah. And here in the other way, I was thinking, I'm keeping her broad. Yes. And, you know, yes. But you said, go ahead and read your technical stuff. Focus yes. on your technical Yes. Work. Great. So I do. Yeah. Um, but below all that is, well, if I do this and make this, write this paper out or get this abstract yeah. done, da, yeah. da, da, I'm going to be a little more status. I can get this as a job. Yes. Personally, is just bleeding into that like crazy, yes. just covering it. It's. Ah. Yeah. 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 So, you can see yourself getting juice out of it. Oh, utterly. But it's, it's coming as much for a need. It's, it's like I need to be validated. I need to be approved of that kind of stuff. But uh, I just see it and as much as I can. I when you when I hear the word self referral, I think back of capital S. So refer back to the self. Oh, okay. You know, so that's that's kind of one I. But I realize we're you and yeah, little s, little s self referencing. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh, this will make me look good, making it about me, yeah. referring everything to me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, to me that happens fine. obviously, but yeah. I'm, when I, the moment I catch it, it's okay, it's back. Okay, and it happens more and more frequently. Tom, when there's absolutely unconditional self love, the outside recognition isn't worth it. Peanut. Not a peanut. Yeah, it's not there. I know it's not. It's not there. Yeah, I know you asked somebody else and I said... It's not there? It's not there. That's what you've got to work on? Yeah. What do you have to do to be lovable, you know? Yeah. It's a rhetorical question. Yeah. For tomorrow, yeah, yeah. for tonight, for whatever. Perfect. What do you have to do? Yeah. Like, what do you expect of yourself in order for you to love you unconditionally? Yeah. That needs to come into place and it'll dissolve a hell of a lot of the stuff. Yeah. The patterning. You know? Yeah, the patterning. There's sort of like there's this whole reflex. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's right. There's a reflex to go out. Oh. So so you, you, you can't change the neurological wiring. You can't until self-love is in place. You, you can't. Yeah. You know, I don't even know how that looks. I don't. 
think for how it feels. I don't feel, I don't certainly don't feel a lot of self loathing or self hatred. Yeah. I don't think that either. It's just kind of neutral. Yes. You know, but think, oh, this. But when you're talking self love, you're talking about this intimate. Oh, just love, intimate, delicious love with yourself, for yourself. Really, what it is, is your big self falling in love with your little self. Really, that's what it is. It's like you view your personality self as God does, but you're God. You, yeah. It's all inside. The whole package is you. Otherwise, it's right. we're back in duality. That's not what I'm talking about. This kind of self-love is, is that the division of me being separate from God. Mm-hmm. If you get self-love, oh God, there's, there's, a, there's a, a coming together. That's quite exquisite. I saw it this morning. Yeah, did you? Well, uh, in yeah. the sense you said, be a spiritual businessman. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, what the fuck? It's just, it's just one. There's no spirit. There's no businessman. It's just all one. Yes. And you were walking out of here seeing nothing but unity. Yes. Yes. Same thing, yeah. Yes, but it's more internal. It's more internal. So, the, the Tom character is going to be a, an autonomous, independent wing from God, an outpost of God, until self-love blends the two. Unconditional self-love is what pulls it together. That's the unifying field, unconditional self-love. And to start it off, if you can... Your, your, your true nature, if you as awareness, you as presence, being, can see the Tom character and love him. And you'll find, like, like, oh, bless his heart. He's so hard on himself. He's searching so hard for nothing. That's <laughs> 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 so fucking funny. <laughs> That that comes in, that that compassion and just holding, the holding from your divine self to your personal self. That tends to do something to the personal self because it is resourced from the authentic place and doesn't need to go searching outside for it. You see? It friggin' works. Because love is the thing underpinning everything. That's the step. That's the step. Find your God spot and fall in love with the Tom character. Just fall in love with him. I have a place. Yeah? Yeah, it's just it's a memory of something. Ah. I can start there. Okay, great. Yeah, I can start there. Great. Good for you. It's 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you've got work to do, and let's check in we'll then see, again. We'll see what comes up. See what comes up. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you've got a thread to pull. Your body can move, but stay with the beauty. Stay with it. It's yours. It's not mine. It's not. No. It's yours. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. I can yeah. Your body can move, but you stay with it. Don't shake it out. Okay. Yeah. Just walk slowly. Just move slowly. Stay with it. Okay. Keep it. Can't go anywhere. No. <laughs> <laughs> Your mind will want to, oh, I left it there, and blah, 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 blah. I had to leave the seat, and, uh, and then I lost it, and it's like, oh, that's bullshit. I don't do that anymore. Good, good. Good thing, then. All right. Yay. Sure. Hang on to it. Sid, isn't it? Do you want to pull up that big... Um, uh, cushion oh, as a back support for yourself. Thanks, Sid. Mm-hmm. How you doing? You um, you call me out on, call me out on something. Um, when like it was when you said, you know, Sid, you're still you're holding on to that. The personal is holding on to. The, the spiritual awakening and kind of having ownership of it and to feel special and all of yes. that. Yes, we were separating the seeking energy from the whole story of it, what you were getting out of it. Wasn't that it? Well, yeah, there were two conversations. Mind. One was okay. there was the, the, the seeker yeah. versus the seeking, yes. right? And yes. then you called me out, I don't know if it was yesterday afternoon or this morning, you really, and this, was new, this part was really new about... You know, Sid, I've seen something in you, which is there's a sense of personal ownership of this awakening project. And when you say that there, I just hold on so tight. I mean, my reaction was defensiveness. And it was, it was the same thing with the dying, because this was the same thing that was being held on to. And I guess the mind wants to, what wants to come is that everything, this is kind of, ruin things because everything else there's a seeing through eventually there's looking at it right other things that are pleasurable and and this is like this is it and it's it's like where for the personal it's where meaning is and so it holds on so tight because the other things you know we're i'm kind of a, a loser in a lot of the other areas that have been given you know dropped and so the ego just holds on to this one and it's a problem. I mean, I'm just seeing how much a problem it yes. is. Because, I mean, it's, you know, it's that, I don't know. You know, it knows, there's a knowing that this personal I is not the one that wakes up. I mean, there's a knowing of this. But it's still, it just well, it's where it gets meaning. It's like, oh, this is finally something. This is where meaning is. The rest of my life is just kind of going through motions. But it's it's this. And I just don't know how to, where to go with that. Okay. All American men, maybe Canadian, I don't think it's as strong there. There's such, it's easier for me to see this because I'm from another culture. 
There is such frigging pressure for a guy to succeed here. It's bonkers. It's hell. It's like, you know, you've got to make it or you're a loser. That, that's it. They're your options. You know, and making it is very, very narrow. And it's about being seen to make it. And it's like toxic, toxic. So in that regard, give me your any day, any day. There's so much just, you know, expression is, is, is making it. Personal expression is doing anything at all outside of the box is being a success, you know? It's an entirely different value system. Right. It's really hard on this ego. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, yeah. You know, you know me. I'm born into a family, a community of millionaires, and it was, you know, and so I really look like a, a loser. Yeah, yeah. It's very strong. Yeah, it's very strong. But it's it's cultural and familial conditioning. Right. Exactly. There is nothing to do with it. You're either going to compete, which means you've gotten in there, or you're going to just see it for what it is. Right, and that's that's seen, but it's like, okay, this is the only thing I got left for my identity of like I'm not a complete failure. But then Look it's not this. seen. What's if not it was seen? completely seen, if it was completely seen, sorry, I need lights. I can't see yeah, at all. Dark. Thank you very much. I'm sorry about that, folks. I'm, I'm like, where he's turning into a silhouette. Okay, if it was completely seen, then it would have no meaning then you wouldn't put in, be putting pressure on your spirituality to be the success story for you, even if it's only internal success. If it was completely seen, it'd be like, God, that is ridiculous. When it's seen, you just see that it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous value system and crazy pressure that, that, that make men slaves to an external value system that's so few. But, but even beyond can, success, it's meaning as far as this... Personal of making having a meaningful life, the only thing that's left to hold on to for meaning for that is this awakening project. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, will we play tennis? Will we just keep playing tennis? What do you think? Right. Will we just keep playing tennis? <laughs> Okay, so well, so I mean, we meet tennis back and forth. Yeah, there. yeah. So oh, the value missing, system, value and meaning are the same thing. Meaning, purpose, value, all of it. Okay. So while while you're saying it's so seen, it's all the same. Yes, it's all the Got same. It. You're just you're just turning it around to see another side of it, as if there's a new story there. There isn't. It's just a very big thing. You got to double dose. You got to double dose. It's in your culture and it's in your family in a very strong way. In a very strong way. Okay. Yeah, actually really strong. Yeah, it's really strong. It's like fear for Barbara. For you it's this. You know, it's like being seen to be, to be a success somewhere. That's the thing. It's like the life kind of bugbear. There's nothing to do but transcend it. You're either going to transcend it or you're going to fall a victim to it. And right now, you, you half see it. You half see it. But actually... Because I'm justifying, well, this is spiritual. That's right. So this is different. So this is different. Right. So I'm just opting out of that, actually. And it's like, 
you haven't transcended it. You've just decided, well, you guys actually don't know anything about this. I'm actually choosing the higher ground. It's really ugly. I mean, that's, yeah, I get that, how ugly that is. That's why I wanted to come up here. It kind of made me feel sick, but you were telling me when you were saying that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And then, right, he wants to hold on and make it special, right? No different than a CEO. Yeah. Okay. So see, quite similar to Barbara, you know, the way she saw fear, it finally became like, oh, it's a thought and I don't have to react that way. I'd love you to see success, loser. It's a thought. It's a thought. That whole category system is one thought of placing a value and purpose and meaning on a life. What a load of crap. Can you see it? It's one thought. So we're not applying that thought. We're not going to shift it over into the spiritual stuff. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. It's just a thought. That a life can be meaningful, purposeful. Like, really? Consciousness is doing all of this. But if you mold yourself a specific cultural way, you get what? Kudos from society? Really? You know? Okay, but there is, I mean, this is the same thing as the death question yeah. here. Yes. Because without the meaning, then it's just, then it is, it is a death. I mean, it is, it does, it's, I mean, that's why there's so much holding on here. So the attachment is to the meaning. Is to, yes, is to, and it's I, a thought, but, but without that thought, there's not, meaning in Sid's life it's just really yeah really. so let's go there okay Sid has a meaningless life right let it drop from your head into your belly does it what's the feeling is there a feeling that comes with it because if the yeah. default mode network, if he's personalizing it, it will use his emotional body and he'll have a negative feeling. Right. It just feels yuck. Like Ta-da! All right. If he's personalizing it. You're personalizing it. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely. You know, I've never been interested in meaning. I really don't give a shit. Yeah, but before your awakening, you did. You were, you know, Jack's life. Even going to India, that was about meaningfulness. It was, it was about... It wasn't. But there was a Jack there that I was, was doing driven. it. I was like, shoot, I'm going to have to go here. Shoot, I'm going to have to go there. It's like I was running after myself, not knowing what this thing was that was landing me in situations. But meaning? Never entertained it. Like, so you had to make choices, right? It had to be like, go to India or... Go teach music and have a, this whatever but beautiful life the, in Ireland. But Gosh was saying, you got to do this. you got to do this. And I would know if I don't but do this, I'd be sick. Life. I would know that. Meaning? Mm. No. Just just didn't wash. Just yes. didn't wash. Just didn't stick. Didn't stick. No. Nope. Didn't come over me. That's what I mean by wash. It didn't just, just cruise down over me at all. It didn't touch me. Meaning, it's like, why would I grab that whole set of concepts of meaning? Why does it need to mean anything? You see, life continues just fine without that bundle of concepts of meaning and purpose. That's the why to it. 
Why Without that, you have to completely let this other thing be what does it. Yes. It is what is doing it. It is what is doing it. That's what's doing it. And that is... Because we talked about this. We talked about the not knowing. That isn't part of the experience and knowing here, the just having that do its thing and... I mean, it's not, you know, it's not in the evolution yet. This is not, it's, that's not known. But if you're directed by meaning, value, not being a loser or something, if you're directed by those things, then your mind is, is louder than the direction that's coming from within. Within when you had it. to tell somebody mm. when you were going to India, mm. the only way you could say it for you was, I just have this draw and I'm, you know, I'm following yeah. it. And that's, I mean, yeah. period. You can't go any further than that because right. then it goes up here. That's right. Yeah. And I tried to concoct some kind of a rationale <laughs> for my parents, you know, <laughs> just, so, just so they wouldn't worry so much, you know, but I don't know if it worked or not, but. But, but I knew I was just concoct a story just to make them have something to talk about amongst themselves, you know, so it'll be all right. But, but that was why. <laughs> just not interested in the overlay of how it looks, of how it will be seen, of it having value, of it meaning. That package of concepts is of no use. It's of no use. You said earlier that what's been cool for you in watching it is how it moves towards goodness and love. And there's, I mean, the mind goes, where, well, can you truly, I mean, it goes there because it's, yeah, can you trust it? Can you trust this? Like, you know? You have no guarantees. You have to take a chance. That's the surrender. You have no guarantee. I can say yes, but. Because it also trusts, it also has moved towards fake gurus before too. Yes. Yes, right? yes, yes. And that can be a whole, you know, and then the mind's like, yeah, so there. Yes. <laughs> and did you get wiser because of those experiences? Yeah, but there was a wasting of a lot of years. Was there? Yes. You don't think the wisdom that you got was worth it? Something was working for you. Otherwise, you wouldn't have been there. Something was working. That's where there's the idea of utilizing some of this. Mm. Mm. Because, I mean, you know, I'm 51, you think about, you know. So it's discernment. Discernment, exactly. exactly. And when you're young, you don't know anything about discernment. Because, you, 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 you know... You're trying to manage in the outside world and you're trying to listen inside and the two are all mixed up because you haven't had enough experiences of life. You know, like we were saying the first evening, it's like the wisdom in this path, you get the wisdom, not the traumas, but the wisdom of having experienced gets tied on to the knowing that you were born with. 
here's why there's not a trusting of this. It's yeah. kind of like falling in romantic love, right? It's like, oh my God, this is the only thing I want. And then we know how we, we see through that. That's some of the same in the not, I mean, really, there is fear of letting go of this. I mean, there really is. And part of it is that, that, Especially the last time if you got burned. Yeah, it doesn't want to be some idiot and, you know, end up in an ashram in India for the next 20 years and just it in the mind says and it didn't work. Yeah. Fail. <laughs> <laughs> what option do you have, Sid? Well, how it's currently being done is... I mean, just what you're hearing speaking is this that's, that we're talking about. And there's, it's like driving, it's like driving one of those new cars that drive themselves. You know, it's, that's what it, that's it. Sounds like spirit is calling you home and you're scared. Yeah, I got upset when you point, when you said that today. Definitely. Sure, sure. And I'm scared. Okay. I think so. Okay. I can, I can, I hear you. Okay. That's all right. Just soften that part. Say, you know, there's no guarantees. And if I fall flat on my face again, well, I'll learn from that too, and I'll get up again. I really want you to see through the concept, the concept ball that is meaning, yeah, success, failure, meaning, value. Yeah, I need you to see that. Stop applying it. It's like okay, that's that concept over there, the bundle of concepts from society, from the family. No interest at all in connecting myself to it in any way. That needs to happen. That division. But then, when someone says, "What do you want?" You know. What do you want? What are your goals? Make up a story like I did it's for my just, parents. So it's like all that's nonsense from here. Yeah, I, I just make up a story because they don't know. Like, you, you, some people just are just making conversation, you know, and they want to make sure that you're okay and they're no, concerned it's for It's not you, for them. You know? It's like for me, you know, I like these questions. Like, okay, so there are no... And there are oh. no goals, and right, it's for here. I can do the bullshit with people, but it's like there's no. Um, there's okay. as far as like seriously, like the, the goals and stuff. Like you can have phenomenal goals. If you want, if you need to have phenomenal goals, then have phenomenal goals. Or if if your goal is to is to rest inside, then rest inside. If your goal is to notice the mind and its tricks, then that's your goal. It's a good goal to have. Yeah, but there's a... I guess you're saying those goals from the working mind, where it's not... Now we're saying, like, those goals are the working mind. They're not... You're just not taking them personally. Yeah. When we talk at this yeah. level. Okay. Just not feeding it. the part that likes goals. 
fine. If she wants cookies, give, okay, no, we'll give, give it cookies. Give it, give it goals. Yeah. Give it something to yeah. do. Yeah, give it something to do. So it might look like a discipline. It's fine to satisfy that yearning. But what's really going on is following the stream. Yes, yes. When, when we believe that we're following it and we end up in a jam, it's that the following of it is, the, what we're listening to is a bit contaminated by our own agenda. It's just not clear enough yet. And our own agenda is in there because there's an experience we haven't had that we need to have. One tradition can say that it's an experience that was in our destiny that we had to have. And another tradition can say it's, it, it was karma that needed to burn out. But the blind spots will make it go a little bit belly up. That's all right. If that's the way your blind spots get burnt out, so what? You'll be clearer next time. Okay. You're 51, not 71. It's okay. As a final comment, and yeah. what comes is, thanks for messing up my life. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the life that was never ours in the first place. Hi. Tony, will you pull the mic towards or your chair up or something? Okay. Thank you. Okay. Hello? Yeah, you got to be quite close to it. Okay. Um, so I'm kind of resonating with this whole thing of uh, uh, emotions kind of fattening the personal eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know. Not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I could tell you lots of stories and examples and all that. I'm, I'm not sure that's really necessary. I don't think so. Um, and I'm sort of interested in it being simpler. Yeah. And things passing through more easily. Yeah. So I guess I'm looking for suggestions. So here's the big question. I know it has helped you in the past to be with your emotions because it's given you a route to understand what was going on. And it's worked well for you. It's like, how do I feel about this? And it's made you stop and, and listen. I don't want you to lose that practice of stopping and listening. But maybe we can listen to something else other than the emotions. I started to interrupt you and I started to say that it's like part of what I do for a living too. Indeed. You know, um, Indeed. I don't know that that has to be a problem. Um, so are you suggesting that I really not pay attention to my own emotions? Pay attention to your thoughts because the thoughts give rise to the emotions. Uh-huh. So I'd like to say, okay, they're secondary now, actually. Can we put that attention? It's like, okay, there's an emotion. Okay, what was the thought that gave rise to that? Mm-hmm. That's where I'd like to see you. Okay. You see? There's an unhappy feeling that comes up when you say that. <laughs> because you love your emotions? Because why? There's probably attachment to feeling all that stuff. I think so. Yeah. I mean, there's there's also a lot of, um, there's been a lot of pain from feeling all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a mixed bag, isn't it? The emotional thing. And it's not to block the emotions at all. It's just to, to put less attention on them and really the source of what needs to be seen is a concept prior to the emotion. So let's say there, there is something, there's part of me that's experiencing some pain or some, you know, the, so the usual thing is to see it and love it and, you know, help it heal and all that kind of stuff. And so if I don't do it, if I don't do that, um, is there anything bad that could happen? Like, is that part not going to get what it need, needs and I'm, not, I'm sort of denying something? And Do you get what I'm saying? Would you be denying it? If you turned your attention to a concept, is there a way of allowing the emotions to be without them getting that extra attention? If you were to shut down your emotions, yes, we'd have a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think what we're talking about here, or I'm talking about, is so there, those emotions are there, and they're wanting some reassurance about, okay, so you're not going to like leave me out in the cold here. That's what's sort of happening. And and so what's coming to me is this possibility of that they can kind of get this field of love. and But really, the attention is on, um, well, I don't know if this is right, but what I'm getting is something about the discernment or the analysis or something about the thoughts. Like that's what you're pointing me towards. Yes, but there's a but. Paying attention to your emotions, being present with them, loving them, is that a way that you have of loving yourself? I guess so. I think so too. And I think that's what the attachment is. And I like that practice for you. But let's not do it through the emotions. It's like you bring up... you. You, you know, you can see where I'm going. Yes. So am I like creating the emotions yes, in order in to order love to, them? Yes, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> to give yourself the space, the, the, the reason, the rationale, the justification to love some part of you that doesn't get addressed otherwise. It's kind of beautiful. Um, that that's the way you found to love yourself. That, that's one word. Um, I can resonate with that one. But it's also a little kind of mind-boggling and indirect and mm-hmm. lots of energy. You know, it's just like... Um, mm-hmm. And maybe a trap, and there's all kinds of stuff one could say about that. But and maybe it's just what happened. It's just what happened. And I don't think it's going to like stop happening tomorrow. Like you know, yeah, I don't think there's going to be a process. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But something like when you you know something happened like that, oh, that was energy rush. And I, I'm actually a little afraid that I'm not. I'm going to like. Because I got it in that moment, I'm sort of afraid that I'm gonna not get, it. like I'm gonna forget it. I'm gonna. That's all right, Tony. That's all right. You remember it again. 
Sometimes things take a while. It's like a plane landing. Bounce, bounce, bounce. Sometimes it uh-huh. doesn't make contact uh-huh. Uh-huh. immediately. Uh-huh. Yeah, there will be a more full understanding of this. It doesn't yes. have to be all right now. Yes. Yeah. The point is, can you love yourself or find ways of loving yourself that don't go through an emotional experience as the gateway? Can you tell me more about what that would look like? Mm. end game is that self-love is implicit it informs everything everything and it's what's naturally there when we stop self-sabotaging and hurting ourselves and overstretching ourselves and judging ourselves and It's the absence of those things and self-love is there underneath because that's the God part. You know, that's what, that's innate. But our mind forgets how to do it and our mind, t- so then it's like, okay, we got to remind you consciously that this is actually going on. You know, the Christians have it. They're like, God loves you. God loves you. God, Jesus loves you. And, and I hear it a lot, you know, sorry, Florida, you know, there's a lot of Jesus stuff. And, it's like yeah tires for Jesus there's a garage near us and it's called tires for Jesus I said on the other ones you mean you only sell tires for Jesus it's a small market he sees Jesus in everybody anyway sorry um, <laughs> where the heck was I going? Self love. Jesus loves you. Yeah, Jesus loves you. Thank you. Thank you. Jesus so, is a four syllable word. The message is there. In, 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 in other cultures. Getting it into our minds is, it, it seems to happen because our external world knocked it out. Your Jesus loves you, God loves you, is, is the relationship between your divine self, your presence, and Tony. Mm-hmm. That's the relationship. That's what God loves you is about. There's no external God. Our dualistic perspective can imagine, a, 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 you know, a, an external God, of course, but that has no validity as you go deeper. And by Tony, you mean the ego? The, yeah, the character, the personality. Uh-huh. The ego will be if there's, you know, if there's identification. When you believe you're him, uh-huh. okay, then we've got ego. When you believe you're him. And the emotions are like a subset of Tony? Exactly. And we're going for loving all of Tony, <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we're not like not loving the emotions. (laughs) As a practice, it's not helping you. (laughs) I just don't know how to love all of Tony except the emotions. It's kind of true. That's your segue to feel love for yourself. 
That's where you've given yourself permission to actually feel love for yourself. Uh-huh. I want to be integrated in every moment so, so that it's natural. I mean, it feels natural to love. me to widen it to include all of Tommy. Okay. Um, yes. And I'm not, if there's something more to it than no, that, that I'm actually supposed to exclude emotions from the rest of Tommy, then I can try, but I don't. Mm-hmm. No, it's not about excluding emotions. It's about not giving it the 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 power to be the 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 excuse uh-huh. for you to love yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, it emotions be, pass yeah, through. Yeah, I, I want you to see the attention of what your emotion is teaching you about yourself is one thing. Uh-huh. I want that attention to go on the concept. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an emotion. What was the thought? What was the belief that gave rise to that emotion? That's where I want your attention. But also in that exercise, you end up feeling love. Right. One thing I'm getting is that the emotions, um, like they have had the job as the gateway for love. Right? Yes, that's and right. And so maybe they don't need that job anymore. That's right. Let yeah. there be love regardless of yeah. your emotions. Yeah, they don't have to take that on. But they, they're the only conduit. They're, they're very one tiny little conduit, and mm. let's resolve them from that or relieve them from that responsibility yeah. and widen it yeah. so that there's unconditional mm. love all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is that if that is so active, it's exhausting. Correct. Emotions are very expensive on your yeah. energy, life yeah. force, all of it. Yeah. You have to yeah. crank up all that energy rush to access that feeling of I mean, love. I heal it. And I mean, it's a, it's a big job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Need help from other people. Costs money. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's bringing divine efficiency. <laughs> So for tomorrow, um, just self-love? Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And a I massage? I think the spots are all taken. Oh, they are? <laughs> all right. Maybe it'll manifest somehow. Massage, we'll see. Yeah, and let's see what, you know, just, just see, is there, can I just, can I just walk in my own bubble of self-love? I just walk here and feel love. Just feel, just let it be reflected back to me, but just love for Tony. Exquisite fall in love with Tony. Why not? Yeah. 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 So that we open new channels where love can flow from Tony to Tony. Hmm. Okay? And not having to go through the... Is it worth talking at all about how then it widens to include other people or... More important for you in yeah. relationship to you. Yeah. That it'll just distract it. Okay. You won't get it to the degree that I want you to get it. Okay. If you bring in other people. Okay. Other people are kind of a consequence when you have this together. That you know, okay, they yeah. benefit as a consequence. Yeah. Okay. Sure, you're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Okay, Darla. Have I seen you before? I, 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 oh God, Renata. I've completely lost the sequence. I just want to make sure people who haven't been up before get here first. That's all. Yes, come on, Darla. We've, we've Darla, we've Danny, we've Renata, we've Cher. Anybody else? And Connie. We might manage it. <coughs> Bet we will. So, I'm going to write it down. Last time I had to um, own my body. Yes. Which I do now. 
Um, and is it a beautiful body? Meh, it could be better, but I think okay. that's my second assignment was to love myself unconditionally. So, uh-huh. so I, um, I worked through a trauma when I was young and then several traumas after. But this trauma was very young and hadn't had just carried that for a long time. So I'm not usually, uh, I would not call myself an emotional person. Um, I don't see that changing anytime soon, but there was definitely an emotional period where I had to work through that this year. Um, so then the self-care, I'm doing that much better. One of the simple glories is I go to bed when I'm tired, which is early. Um, and then the migraine I had today helped telling me to um, that mind is going to lose. I was able to yes. tell it to fuck off, so that yes. was good. <laughs> um, and but I I do I do things to help. Uh, entertain my mind because my mind goes and fast forward and yes. it's always been an asset and always yes. helped me and facilitated a lot of success but um, so I have, I have to work on the the loving myself and love yourself as God I'm, I'm going to do his homework too yes great um, but I have a glitch which is um so, three boys and a dog. For me, when you talk about how mind attaches and, and sneaks in, I got a very sneaky mind. Um, so, it's like the dog when you open the, the screen door and you're letting the boys out, and he always gets past, even though he's not supposed to, right? So, I have this very, I have an attachment glitch, rag the nose. Um, but I have this attachment to my husband. And so part of my, um, he was for a long time the center of my universe. And now he's, um, he's just my partner. And there's a little bit of a, you ruined my sex life is what I'm trying to tell you. I'm really mad about it too because it was really good and it's not really good now because that having him as my you know center the center of my world and and making that center now myself and the concern that I can't take him with me so I think that was a lot of the reason I stopped going to church because my husband was agnostic and you go there and we had a preacher that just preached about hellfire and brimstone and you're sitting next to a man that's, you know, it's going to be hot down there for him. So <laughs> after a while, I kind of stopped going. <laughs> but that truth, um, and I told you before that my filter of the Trinity that boots me back up, I'm still comfortable with. Because I, kn- I think I've known since I was little, since before that trauma, where I came from. And I know where I'm going, so the death problem is not an issue for me. I mean, I watched my grandfather die, and he took the atheist next door with him. She was holding on for 
she was not he's been picking up women his whole life my grandmother was very <laughs> mad at him but he died she died she died at the same time and that they just transitioned and it was like oh it really isn't it's all bullshit like this lifetime is just play yes it's just play so I don't know that's what I just threw it all out I'm done okay okay <laughs> Why don't you love your body just as it is? Because I'm fat. So what? Is that not lovable? No, not really. I no. Why? I have an issue with that. I don't know. I, I've always be been any... fit and a dancer, and and so I'm plump now. But that's the self sabotage. I know it's yeah, that's it's carbs and sugar. It could be crack for carbs and sugar for me. Or at three o'clock, I'm checking my watch. That's your time when you can have. That's where I'm going to find chocolate if I got to steal it out of her son's backpack. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat you now. <laughs> I can sniff that shit out. Someone <laughs> <laughs> better hook me up. My fifth period economics class actually brings me chocolate because I teach now. So. He wanted, <laughs> he wanted but, me to tell you he got an 89 on his test. Oh. He wanted me to tell you. Oh, that's fantastic. I love that. And that for me. Just so you know, I took a teaching job so that I could try. Because you can be all la 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 at home, but I'm trying to to bring that source to a population. Yeah. But without meaning. Sure. Sure. Without like genuinely yeah. like a without the heaviness of and just the to play yeah. with this, but know that yeah. I don't buy into the hype of. Yeah. And I have I to it. I check that all the time. Yeah. But okay. I just love those kids. I Sure. I love them. Why isn't fat lovable? Um I bought into that societal piece. Buy out. Okay. Buy it's, out. That's part of the Lewis thing. Talk to me about that. So if you if I'm not comfortable in my own skin, part of the sex life problem is I'm like a cockroach. If the lights on, I'm like under the covers. Yes. So there's no, it's very hard for me to be intimate if I'm, like that man, his hands know every inch of my body and when I've gained weight, I can feel it in how his hand fits on me. And so there's a self-sabotage there of eating stuff I shouldn't and stuff like that. And I can't believe I'm telling this to you in front of all these people. <laughs> but it's genuine. Just, yeah, okay. Just rolling. Okay. I want you to love every cell, no matter if it's been stretched or not. The, the unconditional love really is unconditional. Really is. Okay. It has to be completely inclusive. I would love to see you so in love with your body that you would have the confidence to stand up in the bed and say, hey, Lewis, come and get it. <laughs> right? I, mean, I will crush him. You've seen my husband. He's not a big dude. I'll thank you if I do that. There's another step of claiming your body. There's another step. I claim my body, but not the weight. It's like, huh? That's what you're telling me. Yeah. 
And when, when your body's delicious, you just want to share it. You just want to share it. When you love it, it's much easier to, 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 when you really love it, all of it, it's much easier to treat it properly. To treat it well. Because you, you kind of hear it in a different way. You know, it's not in a category down there of like, you're, you're bad. You know, it's delicious. It's included. And so it'll open something else around more self-care. Around your diet, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, sugar addiction is, is, is bonkers, but it's doable. It really is doable. But it's bloody rough for about a month. Like, rough. But it's worth it, Darla. It's worth it. But it's cold turkey for a few weeks. You're like, I could I eat it. the door of the fridge. <laughs> I've done it a few times complete sugar detox and each time it's like I'm close to going bonkers here because the craving is so bad it's like that but there's no kidding it's awful it's awful Mm -hmm. but it works it's doable I'm going to break that down yeah no sugar body until you love it all exactly as it is it is in all of its magnificence like that's got to be so secure and that's like i love that inner divine piece that's easy but yeah i still dodge mirrors but then i go oh good look at the mirror so yeah i can do it yeah i love it reclaim all of your body all of it What else was in there? I was trying to go through the list and now I've missed it. Tell me what else was in the there. The attachment to Lewis. Yeah. So let's say he's taken from you. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I'd go to that ashram for 20 years. My kids are older. And I'm learning. I'm learning that. What does he give you that you don't give yourself? He grounds me. Like me without Lewis is in fast forward all the time. Okay. Your long-term goal is to do those things for yourself that you get from Lewis. I'd like you to make him obsolete so that there's no needing mm-hmm. in your relationship. That's your goal. So knowing exactly what you need him for, that's where to dig out what's going on for you. You can do it. Okay. Because it'll round out Darla so that 
you know? Yeah, and I think he sees that's going on already. And it's hard for him. It's thrown off his block a little bit. Throwing off him because you were getting stronger? Um, because, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty strong female, but there's a, there's that, um, wherever this glitch is, this self-love and all this stuff he knows about, like most people don't. Um, and so at the healthier and stronger I get in my truth, it's hard for him. Then a dysfunction is holding you guys together? I wouldn't say it's a dysfunction because I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really bad. <laughs> no, I think that it's like, like he wants me to be, he wants me to do well and be well. Like he had a huge thing at Pebble Beach with Apple and all these, and he canceled all that so I could come. Okay. Yeah. And that's like I don't know anybody else. So yeah. so it's all from a good place. Okay. You know. But it's just like anything when there's an adjustment, when there's a frequency change. If the love is authentic, it will win through. Okay. It that's will. what I feel. It will. You might have to trust it and see. But if the love is authentic? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that. Then trust it. Trust it. He's kind of a keeper. Good. And just keep communicating. Okay. Yeah. The more you communicate, you'll be fine. So if you stop. communicate a lot. Yeah. What about the deep stuff? Yeah. I need to listen better. Great. That would be good. Okay. All righty. We're going good on time, Sha. Can we jump to you? Sure. Okay. Danny, Connie. And Renata. Why do I keep missing you? Okay. Thanks. Just keep me up to speed. Hi. Hi. <laughs> You'll have to scoot your chair up a bit closer to it, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is this good? Yeah, thank okay. you. Um, well, one feel like the pressure of time, but I'll just try to... It's all right. Yeah. Take a breath. All right, take a minute. <laughs> um, well, one thing already became very clear about the self-love. Um, it was great that it came up for somebody else and it was like, ooh, that was me. And um, I went and made a list of all the judgments people had made that were still running it was super easy. And number two was, um, you're a daydreamer. And I just want to remind you, yesterday you were talking and you went yeah. over and you said, oh, share's off in another world. And I'm like, it just made me laugh at yeah. this point. Good. Good. In fact, I looked at the list. There was no need to do any work. I just saw it and it was ridiculous. Fantastic. And I had this like incredible... Another thing you had up there was relaxation. My whole body just like let go. There was just an incredible relaxation. Like I just felt like I was full of honey or something. And and then today I noticed a little kind of a down around it. And then I realized it was sadness for all the time I'd wasted not loving 
But the love, it's already there. The yes. Total self-love. So that Very was just good. Seen. I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, good. It was just seen. So the last year uh, I came and um, my life was quite chaotic. I, have, I was overwhelmed and I, I had let all this stuff in and there were just pieces everywhere. And it was wonderful because uh, afterwards I went and I just cleaned out. I sold a house in California. Um, I just I sold almost all my belongings. I had a big house sale. I just let almost everything go. Right, good for you. Yeah, it was wonderful. And have moved fully to Florida. Um, life has been beautiful for me. And I I kind of got um, you had said you know throughout your list to do list and I did and I for a long time I was just doing I was just being and doing whatever and I was having um, days and days where I was just being and experiencing and I I guess I got complacent and I stopped meditating I thought oh, I'll just meditate whenever I feel like it like I'm just living meditation. And then things started, like a vacuum fills, things started coming in, like work. People were offering me work, and it was like really not really like, wow, this this person is offering me. So I was taking on work, and and then the mind started really cranking up. And this is the thing I want to talk about. Um, The big piece for me is the two minds. The um, the working mind, I notice when it's not interfered with, it works just fine. It doesn't have to... I can... In fact, I could... Super fun to just be working without the overlay of any interference with that mind. But lately, what do you call it? The thinking mind? The personal mind? Yeah. Has been um, like frantically trying to take over every minute. Like as soon as I wake up, it's like either it's like give me information or put me to work. And it's like even if I, I take a I take a lot of walks, I'm exercising a lot, which is fun. But if I'm walking, I usually like have to bring a, um, I'm listening to a podcast or a spiritual talk. That's <laughs> like virtuous, you know. But the mind is just kind of won't leave me alone. Um, and I just noticed it getting frantically. Um, it it never shuts up. Did you start meditating again at all? Yes, I yes, I finally got this like about two weeks ago, and I just actually started like this week again. And I think that, I think that's the key to start. And uh, it's like, oh, why did I ever stop? You know, just to find out what you did find out. <laughs> okay. Our society is very busy. It's just really busy. Mm-hmm. And so our minds are made to be faster. You know, our attention span is like something ridiculous now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the statistic is, but it's kind of scary. And as a result, we want the next thing, we want the next thing. Our mind is just whirring at such a pace that we're constantly looking for food. Mm-hmm. We've got to counterbalance it with meditation. Something that, that pulls you into that... So your mind remembers what it's like to have less thoughts. It'll help a lot. You need it, Cher. You need it. Yeah, I know I need it. And sport can do it for people or, Mm -hmm. you know, he just goes in, you go into a zone, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's 
swimming. I don't know. Well, I do. Yeah, I um, I bike. That's the best because yeah. I can't do anything else. I'm just biking. Yes. yes. And the birds are. It's beautiful in nature. You know. It's, um, yeah. So I do th- things like that. Yes. So just keep, keep doing those, and certainly keep the meditation practice. Yes. Uh, going and uh, that's great. Um, along with that. Um, there was a little talk of this the other day about um, self-soothing and distracting. So one thing I often do, and my partner and I do this, in the evening we'll watch um, like a series on TV. Um, So like is that something that I should stop doing or is it okay to do it? Uh, Why are you asking? What happens? Um, because I think it's one it's more hunger the mind hunger like give me a story Um, okay so it's about monitoring how much Mm -hmm. make a choice between like going for a walk with podcast or the series just just have a time where where your mind isn't being fed all the time Mm -hmm. if you're doing that with your partner and it's the thing that you guys do as a couple Mm -hmm. that's lovely Mm -hmm. it is it's very sweet usually it's just like a yeah, it's not that, like, hours and hours usually. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I kind of like that because that's together time and it's mm-hmm. just hangout time. Mm-hmm. So okay. then maybe lose the podcast when that's you go for a walk. Great, yeah. Just walk and Just walk be. and detox yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Get your mind to, like, no, just what's going on in the senses is quite enough for your mind. It's quite enough. It's just been on overdrive. Uh, my last question, um, I feel like I've been on this path for, I, I was actually working it out, seven years with Advaita, another 10 years before that, messed around with Buddhism and Zen and all that, and um, I'm really feeling like I'm, like really so much has dropped away, um, but I don't want to waste time, like I, I'm a lot older than Sid, <laughs> you know, I really want I really want freedom, relaxation, to enjoy this miracle that I have. And if you just, you know me, if you have any any suggestions other than what we've already talked about for me to, um, as a direction or a non-direction. <laughs> what desires are, are remaining besides wanting more time to... Enjoy this life you have now. The thing that was, I I have everything. I mean, in the worldly sense, you know, I'm not rich or anything. uh, There's not that kind of thing. I think the the desire that I notice is wanting to be special. Like, um, like if some really, I don't know, cool person wants uh, kind of like, Tom's thing about like oh I'll have more prestige if some really cool person is here um, work yeah. with me um, I love you oh you're incredible um, yeah part of me likes that and I really want actually the work I do is in service I want I just really I want to just let go of any personal self gratification that's not the whole self. Yeah, because that's not service if there's a bit of specialness exactly. in there. No, so that's, that's so, so the only thing. I, I don't 
yeah, I just want more time. Uh, I, I just want liberation, really. That's, that's yeah. pretty much what I want. Yeah. So unpack why special, why being, being noticed by somebody that you admire. Mm-hmm. How you want to be special or visible, seen, recognized, mm-hmm. externally endorsed. Mm-hmm. Unpack that. That still has value for you. Because when you talk about it, it's like, ooh, that's quite strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unpack that one, Cher. See through it. You know, not by denying yourself something, by actually going, oh, shoot, really? Really? That's what I want? Really? You know, that kind of clarity of where you yeah. demystify. Even talking about it, it, it kind of has lost a bunch of power, just bringing it out, yeah. up. Yeah. But I'll certainly... Um, I'll, I'll, uh, Tear it apart. I will. Tear that apart. Okay. Yeah. So that it has no potency at all. And if, it, if there is something in it that just won't, won't die out, its potency doesn't go because of the seeing, the exposure, then what do you need to do? What, what does it actually need? Is there something you need to do in your life to have an experience and then that's abated? Sometimes it's like that. Okay. Good. Okay. Yeah, it feels like we need to get closure on, on the hooks that are remaining. Mm-hmm. And, and then where we go is like, okay, what's real, what's not real? Yeah. I'd really like to be th- that to be super, super clear with you. I was thinking that when I was sitting there, uh, thinking, I'm not sure what's real and what's not real. So yeah. that's your, yeah. your Jack. I mean, you're just, you, <laughs> you see, it's amazing to me. Um, I just want to tell you, um, thank you so much. You're welcome so much. <laughs> okay. Sure. Thank so it's a, it's a degree thing, huh? What's real, what's not real can't come until you've gotten rid of the others have noticed you and admire your work. Yes. yes. There's a sequence. Got it. Okay? Yeah, great. Okay. Sure. Thank you. Sure, you're welcome. Uh, Renata? Connie, Danny. Danny, Connie, whichever way. Hey. Hi. So first, I wanted to talk to you about you know you know after lunch I realized that it felt like I already lived this life. Yes, but now I'm kind of on the crossroad. But then, like sitting here, I was like hearing messages. You know, I need to talk about things that are well, well, way lower for some reason. Like great, uh, like the you know the feel of like wrongness and rejection. I thought, I want to talk about it, but then, like, you know, I was manifesting it by, you know, you kind of forgetting about me. <laughs> it's like, okay, someone just wants me, something just wants me to talk about it, even though I kind of feel like, you know, it's not that important. Uh, but if it's active and taking your attention, then it's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever belief is running, like, wh- why would you put it to the side? Well, because there are bigger things in life, and I can solve this somehow. You know, I don't need to waste your time mm. with this. Mm. Uh, mm. I guess it's bubbling up. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. It's okay. Um, yeah, but, you know, the when you talk about what's real and what's not real, like, even as a kid, I felt like this is all dream, right? Yes. And I was thinking about it today when I was walking. <laughs> it feels like this is my dream, 
But then I felt like this is like mega ego because I think this is everything is in my dream. Yes. And I'm just, you know, manifesting all this stuff. Yes. So basically I'm just sitting here kind of confused and looking for some pointers. Uh, but was what was great the whole sit here, everything felt like Yeah. You know, that's what happens. happens. Yeah, yeah. Two things. Firstly, okay, a lot, a lot, a lot of things have been seen. You understand a lot of things, but you've got to honor and support the little things that might seem insignificant. They are important. Mm-hmm. We can't deny or run from any of it. So, maybe not to judge those things as being insignificant. Because if they're featuring in your life, then they're important. It's the first thing. And the second thing is, you know that word unworthy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel unworthy sometimes? Yes. This one has to change. Mm-hmm. This is the one that has to unpack. And it's the one that's beneath a lot of the other issues, the like rejection or loneliness, or mm-hmm. that, that it's holding a lot of that together. Mm-hmm. The unworthiness needs you to pull that apart tomorrow. Where did I learn it? How did I learn it? How did I manifest things to keep proving that this was so? What would I be like without it? Mm-hmm. Do I really want to keep supporting this belief that I am unworthy? Mm-hmm. Why has my identity built itself on the sense that I'm unworthy? I think I know, you know, and I know where it came from. Yeah. But you it's still why do you carry it around? Yeah. Yeah. Really, really look. Why are you carrying it around? Why is it keeping you safe? Why do I believe it? Yes, why do you believe it? What's it giving you? It's giving you something. Something that you think you need. Maybe no, no responsibility. Ah. Not, taking, not taking my life in my own hands. Right. Right. But by not taking your life in your own hands, you are taking your life in your own hands. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because it's still your life and yeah. it, it is having the consequences of not being responsible. It's still shaping your life. So you still have to bear the consequences, whether you take responsibility or not. The consequences are still yours. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's about not doing the work, it feels like. Right. And why is being responsible heavy? Because being responsible is having an ability to respond, responsible, able to respond. Mm -hmm. That's all responsibility is. Mm-hmm. It's an ability to respond. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. The I shoulds is another package of thinking. Mm-hmm. What's expected of me is another package of conditioning. All that bullshit can go away. If you are able to respond, you are responsible. That's the end of being responsible. So do you feel and do you know you are able to respond? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Then, then responsibility is done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's what's the thing that's holding me back. Yes, oh, this is the work. Yeah, 
This is the work. What are you really afraid of? Power. <laughs> Your own power. Yeah. Yeah. Which sounds really megalomaniac. Why would you judge it, huh? <laughs> I don't know. So you've got to stop being hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. You say something, you pull it back. You say something, you qualify it. It's like, hey, you know, there it is. Mm-hmm. And let's see what happens. Okay. You have to be that confident that when you put it out there, it's like, I, I'm not going to add anything to it to make sure it's heard the right way or I'm qualified. I, I'm putting it out there and I'm relaxed about it. Mm-hmm. That's how I'd love you to okay. present yourself. You see? Mm-hmm. Okay, so tomorrow I'll be... Unworthiness. Mm-hmm. What's holding you back? Mm-hmm. What would it be like to be in your power? Mm-hmm. Can I stop qualifying myself and, and, and being nervous about being visible, being heard? Mm-hmm. Why am I expecting, why am I trying to kind of manipulate things so that I can limit any damage or any repercussions I can just limit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like what's not safe what's not safe why would you do that so why are you trying to protect yourself because you've imagined things can only get worse you see yeah. this is in your imagination these are just your thoughts it's pretty crooked <laughs> yeah Okay, thank you. It's not crooked. It's just Renata right yeah, now. Yeah. You see, again, it's crooked. Mm-hmm. You see? You, <laughs> you heard it? Yeah. Yeah, good. Good, good, good. Yeah, this pattern needs to change. Okay. So that there's love for Renata. So how she is in all her crookedness is beautiful mm-hmm. and would be honored. Mm-hmm. I noticed when you talk to people about self love. It was the two times when I left my seat. I was like, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you noticed. Thank you so much. Yeah, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Danny, Connie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Hi. Hi, Jack. <laughs> hey, everybody. Um... Thank you for being here. Thank you, too. Um, wow. The last 48 hours or so have been really just chaotic, extremely chaotic, extremely blissful. I think I had everything happen. Um, and um, like everyone here, just about, I've experienced almost everything everybody's been talking about. Yeah. Um, Recently, I've had uh, really intense experiences, a mother passing away uh, this week, a dog needing eye surgery, just yeah. craziness. Yeah. But um, so I think all of that got me here with lots of questions and, you know, being a person and wanting to fix this and wanting to know about death that we talked about, wanting to know about how to have life support life and not have that fear like Derek was talking about. That was great. Um, and still not being a person, but still providing for yourself. All these questions. And then um, yesterday we did um, 
the meditation and I just kept going and going and going till the end. And it was incredible. It was really beautiful. And then I went straight to bed and it was terrible. Just chaos. <laughs> it's just like, what is happening? Just the worst night. <laughs> yeah. um, the tent was uncomfortable. The ground was terrible. And I was just up every few minutes with crazy thoughts. And I'm like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. And so um, this, I, I really want to try and get this out because I want some kind of yeah. checking in with you about the end result. And um, so words aren't working so well for me. But um, so after all that chaos last night and not able to sleep, I was thinking, oh, God, I'm going to go to the workshop. I'm going to be sleepy. I don't want to miss anything. I want to really be here. And I woke up and um, it was exactly the opposite. So I'm not sure what was going on and why everything happened the way it did, but, um, you know, I went about doing the daily routine and I went back to my tent and there's this huge turtle and it's just looking at me like it wanted to go in my tent. So... um, I just poured all this love to this turtle. I cheated. I, the silent retreat went out the window because I was talking to this turtle. I haven't talked to anybody in days. I'm like talking to this turtle and giving it all this love. And we were sharing a clementine together. And it was just, it was just total bliss. And um, I'm going to cry because it was just exactly the opposite. It's like the storm before the calm. And so... Um, I started thinking about all the stuff that's been going on and all my questions. And I was like, you know, this is all bullshit. Let me just hold off a minute. And I started thinking like my whole life in front of me growing up and um, always wanting to find out who I was and seeking answers and truth. And um, music was the strongest thing to me. It was just like so incredible. I was just like, I would lose myself in the music and I would feel the most alive. And now recently, with all that I've been developing, if you want to call that, I'm sitting here thinking, how can I lose myself and be the most alive? And what's happening there? And so I started thinking about that intense love that music would give me. And it was the highest love I can think of. And it would make me completely lose myself in the music. And I was like, wait. Just recently, I started thinking about it, and I was thinking the music was showing me intense love to experience going back home to myself. Yes. Okay, um, so I started thinking about that, and then the music showed me how to experience that intense love because nothing else got me that high. So that intense love, because I experienced it, I knew what it was. So then I started experiencing it with other things, with little animals and pets because they're pure love and little innocent children, some adults, not all of them. um, (laughs) And I just started seeing that it it wasn't the the music. The music was just there to give me love and it gave me love. And um, I started seeing that... um, the chaos last night was uh, I, was love to me, yes, giving me love. 
Great. Yes. So this chaos that I thought was the yes. worst thing in the world, that how am I going to get through this night? Uh, I love it because yes. it gave me love. Yes, yes. So I don't know if you could ask me if I love myself. Sorry for crying. But no, it's okay. There is love I love everything. myself a lot. Mm. I love everybody a lot. I love life a lot. And I don't want to just make words that sound really nice. Yeah. I want to explain it. Yeah. Um, that feeling of intense love for the crappiest things in life. Yes. And the best things in life yes. is all bringing me love to myself. Yes. So that I can experience um, um, losing myself. Yes. The self that I think is here that's not. So when I lose myself because of love from everything that is life, I see that life is lovable. And that's all there is, which brings me back to the last time we talked, was, which was... We left it at nothing is happening except love is moving. Yes. So is that yes. is that yes kind of what's happening? Yes. Yes. Okay, we're done. <laughs> yes, that's I'm what's worn happening out again. That's what's happening. So it's amazing to me to feel such chaos and be in love with it. Does that make sense? Of course it does. See that the love is the core. The true nature of chaos is love. The, the true essence, that if I were to do it, to just dissect it. If it was a being, it would mm. be giving me love for my benefit, mm. to know myself. Yes. Yes. Not to know myself, to take me home. Yeah, to take you home. And what I mean by taking me home is to get out of the way for all the questions I have will be answered if I get out of the way and let, if I disappear. Yes. I, I am nothing. I have no life. I have no future. I'm not anybody. Yes. But pure love is there and pure consciousness is there. And if that is all that's happening, then this experience of um, phenomenal experience will be, you said, we can do things to make it more pleasant while we're here. Yes. Experiencing yes. this phenomenal world. That would be the most extreme way to do it. That makes sense. Most extreme way to do it. To have the most incredible, phenomenal experience is really to let that love and pure to let consciousness take over. Yeah. take over, which is what's going to happen anyway. Because I, yes. there's nothing I need answers for because I'm not doing anything anyway. You're not doing anything anyway. You're not. You're not. So I can relax, like you said, because if I relax, maybe pure consciousness can take over. And it love is doing it anyway. We'll be moving. <laughs> yes. Every movement is love. I feel like crying and laughing at the same time yeah, because it's just great. so funny. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one big joke that is beautiful. It's it's absolutely beautiful. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. And there is prior to pure consciousness slash love. Right. There is prior. There's not even that movement at all. But you gotta get this layer. Like really get this layer, and you're getting it. The underpinning thing in all of it is love. So the love part of it, you're still running it through a bit of story, saying yeah. it's bringing me home and it's showing me yeah. love. It's like okay, we it's still an awareness have... of something that doesn't need awareness. Yeah, yeah, you're, you're yeah, you're you're running it through the dualistic lens. That that's fine. But it's because those things are still pointers for the time y being. Yes. Okay. What it really is, is a little bit deeper. You're seeing it as something showing you love. 
But it's even more profound than that, Danny. I don't know if I can handle it. Yes, you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Stop right there. <laughs> Pause. Oh, yes. Pause. <laughs> Is it on? <laughs> okay, then. You can play it. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're all taking it, so. Yeah. So, you're, you're tasting that that love is behind everything, moving everything, woven into everything. Even chaos is about love. You're getting that shoot. It's, it's, it's all about love. Then in comes your perception, the dualistic perception, which says it's it's teaching me about Homer. It's showing me love. Music was loving me. Love is coming through music. So it's like, okay, we've still got the two. We've still got the two. But if your love and chaos and music and all of that is love, are, are they love, really? Or are they conduits well, for love to come through? is only for the phenomenal experience. Yes, but we're talking about the phenomenal experience, really, aren't we? Yeah. Can we bring the two closer, the phenomenal and the non-phenomenal? The phenomenal and the noumenal, the spiritual one. We can bring those together, closer. Mm, the, give me a minute. Mm. Because um, there won't be any um, gauge or even feeling because it's just a happening. That I'm not doing it. Yes. And where is the love? I don't know. But I don't want to know. Uh-huh. I'm inviting I'm happy to... crying or laughing. It doesn't matter. Sure. I know, but... So if I start to I want to pull wonder... you forward. I want to pull. I am not letting you sit on this. No way. Okay, let me like, see if I understand. Well, say it again. Come on. I'll try and give Just you Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting to see that there's love, 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 love hidden in so many things, coming through so many things. You're getting to see it from the chaos to music to a turtle. You're getting to feel that there's love all around. Your mind will say its purpose is to bring you home or to love you and for you to love. Okay, your mind will overlay stories based on you and the world and the role of love. If you can drop down, what you're actually picking up is that at the core of everything, there's love. Everything. And that's what makes everything the same. Okay, something there... Something here is aware of that. Yes. Because I, I see what you're saying, but if I try and see that, I'm already starting to um, almost challenge it, or my mind is trying to okay. tell me yes or no, or this is what love really is. No, okay. I don't want to know any of it. So I stop myself. Okay. Before I start to go there, I stop myself and just kind of marinate. With what's happening. So here's what I want you to do. Is I so want you to drop I, in to the part of you that has the awareness of it. And I, let I can't even I can't even do that. It's like okay. I can't let anything happen because then that's another happening. No. Well if it if it's there and something other than my mind is 
feeling it, and that is what's bringing me bliss. It's not my mind bringing me the bliss. Yes. And I'm aware of that. Some, yes. I don't know who is aware of it. Something is aware that the bliss is happening because of that. Yes. And it's not my mind. So if I even go to the slightest thought of be aware of this or that, then I might lose it. So I don't even want anything to happen. It's like last time I said That's orgasm, and you said, well, there's another word for that, bliss. Okay, so that, that bliss, why is there a question for that if it's happening? That's the most eloquent resistance I've heard in a long time. <laughs> I can't say anything about it, because then who's going to be saying that? That's I'm going to ruin it. bullshit. Come on. Come I'm going to ruin it. So no, what? Nothing can happen except bliss. So what? Your mind is saying, oh, let's not go any further, let's not go any further. It's like bullshit. Go further. If you lose it, you lose it. Okay. Who, if it's authentic, it's going, going to be there. And in what way? What Don't be giving me spiritual concepts to opt out of, out of this. You're full of resistance now. Full of resistance, Danny. And you're trying to grasp this. And all you're trying to do is hang on to your dualistic lens of perception. And I'm saying the dualistic lens of perception is fine. That's one way to view it. Let's drop in deeper. And whoa, you're just scared that you're going to lose it. Um, Surrender to that love. How? Okay. So, there's a knowing in, in somewhere in your body that it's not really about... It, it can be about things loving you and, and love teaching you something and love bringing you home. But what's truer, and it's known in here, is that love is, it, it's, it's all kind of made of love. At some core level, there's love inside all of it. And the movement of love is being interpreted by your mind, as if something is loving you. The movement of love is being interpreted by my mind? Yes. And your mind is putting the story on top of it, saying, you know, love comes from, and you are loving the turtle. Your mind is adding that story. So the deeper wisdom of what's really happening is known in here. And your mind is scared of its shite of it. But in here, that knowing that doesn't have words yet, let's go there. And if the love dissolves in dropping in and sinking and swimming in love and letting love teach you, if we lose love because of that, then it's not worth it. Then it's not real. We're not going to grasp it. So it's almost like a prayer. It's like, love, show me what you really are. Show me what you really are so that you're open. That's the how. We need you to be open because something is trying to grasp the experience and cling it and don't change it. You're bringing in spiritual concepts. That's the mind, right? That's the mind. Yeah. That's the mind. All right. You said it's in the body. It's somewhere other than mind. That's all I can say. That's right. So just sink in there. Stop thinking about it. Okay, now I've got you. Yeah, so sink in there. Just basically... <laughs> it's a sense, it's a feeling. Stay away from the mind. Yes. And it will happen. Yes, mind is okay. full of resistance right now. It's nervous. Because I'm sitting there with the mind trying to figure out how to go that's where you right. want me to go. But yeah. it's actually letting go. It's a letting go of the mind. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the one that's causing us trouble now. I kind of knew that, or it knew that. But my sure. mind is trying to explain it. Of course, no problem. So sink into the knowing. Swim in love. Dissolve into love. Let Everybody it show together. you what it is. Just Denny. <laughs> and see what it is. And say, 
Love, show me. Show me what you are. Show me what you are. Are you this glass? Are you the speaker? What are you? What are you? So I want you to listen to love. Let love teach you. It's trying to show you something and your mind is saying, whoa, 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 look at this. This is great. Oh my God. It's yes, like, huh? no, 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 no. Come right down. Come right down. And if you lose it, so freaking what? It wasn't strong enough. And we'll clear more so that it can be strong enough next time. So you're inviting love to teach you. Swim in it. And if you go into your head looking for it, you'll lose it. But it's inside. It's sitting there. It ain't going anywhere. It's all there is. Yes, it's all there is. Ask it to teach you. And listen well. How do I begin to ask without going towards the thinking mind? Listen. Just listen. Actually, the world and its pull will keep pulling me away from it. So bringing me back to nothingness is the way to listen. There's a feeling sense of love and it's inside your torso. And it doesn't go. That doesn't matter. It's about what to do right now. Right? Your attention can go and it seems like it goes. Bring your attention back to it. Just sit with it five or six times, you know, tomorrow, whatever. And just sit with love inside and crank it up and swim in it and say, teach me. Teach me. And just listen. Yeah, okay. Let's do that. See you at 7.30 and uh, thank you for today. Please stay in silence and enjoy your dinner.